Welcome to 11 Cats Radio. Have you ever wondered how a cat's perception of the world might differ from your own? Well, put your cat glasses on and find out what cats want you to know as we explore their world through their eyes. I am your hostess, Pat Rulo, a healthcare and patient advocate for people and an advocate, not only for my 11 cats, but for you and yours and for cats everywhere. Enjoy the next few minutes with us where we believe that a cat is not just a cat. Today, I am talking about cats and kibble. Kibble is any dry food aside from dehydrated food. You know, it's crunchy, it's in a bag or a box, and it's ready to serve. And most cats love it. But before I chew on that, let's look at the origin of a cat so we can understand why kibble is not cat appropriate and especially not kitten appropriate. Cats are originally from the desert regions of Egypt and have a highly specialized water scavenging metabolism that allowed them to survive on the moisture naturally found in their prey. And unlike dogs, who are more omnivorous, meaning they can live on a variety of foods, cats are what is called obligate carnivores. Now you hear that all the time when people talk about cats, but what does it really mean to you as the pet caretaker? An obligate carnivore. Well, obligate means by necessity. The dictionary definition is restricted to one particularly characteristic mode of life, biologically essential for survival. So combining the word obligate with carnivore is pretty clear. Cats must eat meat. It is an absolute biological necessity. Now the problems with dry food or kibble are it's way too high in carbohydrates and it's way too low in moisture content and it contains protein from plants rather than animal sources, typically. That's right. Go check your bag of dry cat food right now. What is the first ingredient? Cracked corn? Rice? Soybean meal? What? No meat? Unfortunately, you are most likely feeding an obligate carnivore corn. How sad is that? Have you seen any kind of a cat in the wild tackle a corn stalk? And worse, how sad is it that these big pet food companies promote this nonsense to unsuspecting customers. But that's a conversation for another time. Cats must have water in their food. For example, in a natural setting, a mouse is about 65 to 75% moisture. And again, unlike dogs, cats are not thirst driven and they are able to survive on less water than dogs. They compensate for this reduced water intake by concentrating their urine. You should know that if you've ever cleaned a litter box. Now, when fed a dry food diet, which has less than, say, 10% moisture, and unless they drink a lot of water, which most cats do not, cats are in a constant state of dehydration. Now, how does this compare to a cat who is fed canned food? The cat eating dry kibble consumes approximately half the amount of water compared with a cat eating canned foods. On a dry food diet, a cat's urine becomes overly concentrated, which leads to feline lower urinary tract 
disease, and I will get to that in a bit. Now, if you want to prove to yourself that a cat is meant to eat raw meat and not dry kibble, it's simple. Look in your cat's mouth. The teeth tell all. You'll see carnivore teeth and a carnivore mouth. Your cat is built to eat prey. Go ahead, look at the teeth structure. Sharp, pointed canine teeth, great for tearing flesh. The molars are knives. They're not grinders like ours. They're not flat and meant to chew like ours are. They're meant for cutting flesh. And the tongue is barbed. Ever had your cat lick you, you'll understand what it feels like. They're covered with extra tough epithelial cells made for licking the meat off of prey. So hardly a cereal eater, right? Hey, tiger, how about some corn? And the myth that dry food cleans their teeth is simply that, a myth. Cats don't have molars to grind the food, so they typically swallow it whole, or at best, shatter the kibble. Nothing to clean, folks. And speaking of a cat's tongue, that coarsely barbed tongue is there to lick the meat off of bones, as I said, and the narrow jaw and the sharp canine teeth are made to bite and tear prey. They're again not made for drinking. So you contrast again to that of the mouth of a dog. A dog can actually use its tongue like an upside down spoon shoveling water in fairly efficiently. So what happens when you feed your cat dry food? Well, basically you force him or her to drink. You've taken away the usual instinctive diet of prey, which is 80 to 90% moisture by weight, and you give a food that is about 10% moisture. And because your cat is not well adapted to drinking, but is now thirsty, he or she tries their best, but never gets enough and becomes chronically dehydrated. Now you couple that with the fact that most people only offer one bowl of water in the house. So the cat must actively seek out the water bowl when it realizes it's thirsty. Well, fat chance of that. And then you add another layer of dirty or old water, slimy bowls loaded with biofilm, and sadly, most cats are thirsty. That's another reason why it's imperative to offer at least two bowls of fresh, clean water in different locations of your home. And the words, fresh and clean. Take a moment every morning to scrub out the bowls and fill it with clean water. It's only fair. Now this chronic dehydration puts stress on a cat's bladder by creating more concentrated urine, as I mentioned, so concentrated in fact that it forms crystals. And this is even more likely when your kibble's protein sources are the common byproducts and other nefarious waste from the slaughterhouse. And I've done a previous episode on the four Ds contained in many cat foods. Yeah, that's right, the four Ds, dead, dying, disabled, or diseased, that our own loving FDA chooses to turn a blind eye to. But then again, that's another topic for another show. So more importantly, though, you are leading your cat into chronic kidney failure, which is an incurable chronic disease. It may not show up today or tomorrow, but it does show up in mid to later life and rather subtly at first. This disease makes your cat's life shorter than it should be. And that is not what you had in mind when you got a cat. I'm sure of that. Now, the next problem with kibble, it's sweet. First, understand that kibble is kibble is kibble, no matter how natural or organic or grain-free the label may claim that it is. 
and kibble takes something to make it stick together. How to get it to stick and hold that cute little shape after it's shot from cannons like puffed rice and heated beyond life? Starch. That's what makes things sticky. That's most often grain, frequently corn because it's cheap and plentiful and most likely genetically modified. Now, as the grain-free fad has swept the food world and manufacturers fall all over themselves to capture that market, you'll see other starchy ingredients instead. Maybe not a grain, but you will see tapioca, potato, peas, sweet potato. So get this, grain-free does not mean carbohydrate-free. Starch, a type of carbohydrate, is essential to hold the formation of cat food kibble. And without starch, the kibble will not hold together. Dry foods then have to contain a significant amount of carbohydrates. The manufacturers of the grain-free products simply switch out the grains for non-grain carbohydrate sources. So again, take a look at that ingredient list on your bag and I guarantee you will see potato, sweet potato, tapioca, or other non-grain carbohydrates if you've given a thought already to select a non-grain product. Now, cats are carnivores, and their natural and ancestral diet contains almost no potato, sweet potato, tapioca, so cat foods should not contain these things. Now, if you truly want to avoid carbohydrates, grain and non-grain, you will have to feed a canned cat food. So you want to check out the differences in carbohydrate levels. Now, sorry, but all of this does involve some label reading, so you're going to have to put your cat glasses on because I'm sure the print is tinier than a tick. So what are starches? Strings of sugar molecules chained together. Simple carbohydrates, simple sugars, cause your cat a whole host of problems like diabetes. Feeding kibble is feeding sugars to a carnivore. So what are some of the sugar diseases that are found in carnivores? Diabetes, obesity, liver disease, dental decay, cancer, now let's think back to the wild, a mouse, a bird. How much carbohydrate would your cat get in eating a mouse or a bird? Very little, if any. Now what little intestinal contents might be consumed may have some carbs or pre-digested mixed with some beneficial bacteria and enzymes, but how much as a percentage of the whole prey? Not much. So what to do if you are currently feeding kibble to your cat? Transition off that dry food as soon as possible. Start adding canned food little by little. You can purchase frozen raw food. We buy lots of that around here. You can get dehydrated raw nuggets and reconstitute with water. You can make your own or at the very least add some raw meat to the mix. I suggest that you go online and research raw diets and cats and, and you'll find lots of good information. But my point today is this, please, don't rely on the pet food manufacturers when it comes to caring for your cat in a way that is appropriate for them. Think obligate carnivore, and I'm sure you will never look at a bag of corn and grains masquerading as suitable food for your cat ever again. Or at least for their sake, I hope you don't. Thank you for joining us at 11 Cats Radio. I am Pat Rulo, grateful that you choose to advocate with me. Like us on Facebook at 11 Cats Radio. Follow us on Twitter at 11 Cats Radio. 
And while you're there, post some pictures of you and your cats and share your favorite cat tips. Send us your cat's most pressing questions and we will answer them on the show. Until next time, visit 11catsradio.com and give your cat a kiss from me. And remember, accepting a cat into your life is a lifetime commitment.